Curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Find out how to join the collective by heading over to our website at cephalonsquared.com. Now, here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. Choo-choo! All aboard the hype train! Choo-choo! <laughs> G'day, Cephalon Collective. This is Cephalon Greg and Cephalon Lucas greeting you for episode 107 of Cephalon Squared. Welcome to the hype train. We are well and truly aboard. It is the Tenocon 2020 episode. Hi, Lucas. Hi. Mm-hmm. I don't think train is accurate. This Tenocon was a roller coaster of emotions. So a hype rocket. It's a hype roller coaster. <laughs> hype roller coaster. That's the thing now. Okay. Hype roller coaster. It's like a train, but more intense. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Train trainula. <laughs> I used to know a person that used to say that every time they caught an aeroplane, they'd love it when it'd go through turbulence because they'd picture themselves on a roller coaster. Like, are you a fucking psycho? <laughs> no, no, thanks. Jesus. I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Two feet on the ground, please. <laughs> Some people are weird. But anyway, anyway, we've got a lot to go through. A lot. We have a so- lot. So much. So no fucking around. Let's just get right on into it and let's- (laughs) All the fuckery around. (laughs) Let's go straight to the weather. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Straight to the weather. All right. Here in sunny town of Ipswich, it is currently 23 degrees Celsius with a 37% humidity. Yeah, it's a day. It's, It's a day of weather. It sounds nice to me. It's <laughs> degree, 73 degrees Fahrenheit. That's supposedly the, the middle of winter. Supposedly. <laughs> Down here in Melbourne, it's 18 degrees Celsius. That's 65 degrees Fahrenheit, 49% humidity. And we are just about to go into full freaking New Zealand style lockdown. Yay, us. Yay. So I'm going to be going <laughs> stir crazy next week. Uh- Queensland's probably not that far behind, to be honest. Well, you've got to start getting more than a couple of freaking cases per day, Sonny. Yeah, but we also need to stop having people cross the borders and lie about not having freaking interactions with COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy. crazy um, I'm, I'm just going to drop this here for you folks now that I've, I'm actually, the time of recording, I have not slept for. 26 hours. Yes. I was going to say that both of us are quite <laughs> tired. Lucas has entered delirium stage. <laughs> <laughs> and although I did sleep last night, I didn't sleep well for reasons that are best not mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> fun times. So, it's, been, it's been great. <laughs> it has been fun times. That meant that I didn't sleep well. Now, I... Definitely have more energy than Lucas, but Lucas sounds like he's got his second or twelfth wind. I think it's definitely around about the twentieth. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Before we crack into Tenocon, did you get up to anything special in video games this week? Video games, Monster Hunter World. Yay! You did do that, Love Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Um, I've spoken enough about Monster Hunter World. It's a game. People love it. Yeah, it's good. About you, do you do anything? Did you do a thing? Not really. I pretty much only played uh, Raid and Skullgirls Mobile. 
and the game I was playing last week for review was Fairy Tale. It's all right if you like Fairy Tale and uh, anime. Friendship Punch. Friendship Punch. <laughs> so, stuff talking about other crap. Let's get into the news so that we can talk about uh, Tenocon news. Go. Sure. You first. Go. All right. Cool. Steel Path is now live on all consoles. Be awesome. Be excellent to each other. And I just want to throw in here that now that I've had a chance to play Steel Path, I jumped onto PlayStation earlier this week just to test that out. I agree with Lucas. It's kind of dull. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that fun, especially solo. I guess if you go in with a group of people and you've all got your abilities fucking working cohesively and being cool, that might be awesome. But yeah, they're just bullet sponges and it's no fun. Anyway, next. There is a free Cyandana available for console players. If you add your email address to your account in-game, there's details for how to do that if you're not sure how in the show notes. Yay. Is it a pretty Cyandana? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. now. damn. Um, Tano Live. Tano Live happened. It, it's a thing. Um, you can go check it out on YouTube and watch it. And, it, yeah. and we're going to be talking about it. And it's good stuff. There's lots... Lots of crazy things. Indeed. I probably should have put a note there to say skip that one, but I didn't. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) neither of us are awake enough to mind. New Twitch Prime giveaway. There is a sexy Cyandana. I believe it's called the Apis Cyandana, according to Lucas. It is an infested Cyandana, um, and it's quite pretty. It is gorgeous. It's my new favorite Cyandana. It is available if you have linked your Twitch Prime and Warframe accounts, well, really, if you have linked your Twitch and your Warframe account and you've purchased Twitch Prime, really, is the way to say it. Get it right, Greg. Yeah. And it also comes with a booster of sorts. Mm, booster of sorts. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I looked at the sign Dana and thought, oh, pretty. I didn't, I didn't really care that it came with a freaking booster. <laughs> you should, though. Booster's good. Boosters are good, but fashion frame. It, it's all that matters. This is true. <laughs> uh, speaking of boosters, double affinity from now until August 12th, then double credit from then until August 25th. Uh, this is to prepare for something that is going to be arriving. And we shall talk about that and how awesome it is. And it, it it's crazy, crazy things. I wonder what that is. And lastly, there's a whole bunch of new stuff in the Warframe store. There's a Lotus statue. There's a, a Barrow, Katir, Noggle, Warframe puzzle for those who like to make puzzles. There's a Heart of Demos poster. What's Heart of Demos? Huh, I wonder. Anyway, a whole bunch of shit. Go to store.warframe.com. Get some stuff. Do it. It's all cool. Do the thing. Put it in, put it in your cart and, and, and take it home. Mm-hmm. Put it, it in your pipe and it, smoke it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And and that Lotus statue is uh, amazing. It is basically Lotus carrying the Tenno from uh, Second, Second Dream. Dream. Yeah, it's it's great. It looks freaking awesome. Um, whoever des- designed that did a great job. It's great. It's fantastic. Indeed. I would like one. So would I. It would be lovely. Yeah. All right. That's it. We can finally get into TennoCon now. Nothing happened. Let's go home. <laughs> I am home, Lucas. Are you though? Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> Tenocon is a big, 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 big thing. Of course, as you know, that happens every year. There are three main panels, plus there are other panels. So <laughs> the three main panels: the art panel, the sound panel, and of course, Teno Live. The art panel is where they show off a bunch of art. 
design. Concepts. Concepts. Super cool. The sound panel is generally where the sound team discusses how they make things, and they don't usually share a lot of new stuff. Uh, and, of course, Tenno Live is the main program. In between that, there's trivia and there's community art. So today we are going to talk about what was shown off first on the art panel. Lucas took the Yay. notes. I have not sat through the art panel, but I have looked at images. And then we'll do Tenno Live. So let's kick it off. Art panel, Lucas. Sweet. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? I will. We will yeah. go into this in a bit more detail later. But they showed off the broken frame, and it looks amazing. I'm really impressed by the little wisps or tendrils of the void that uh, that holds it apart. Uh, the idle animations have parts of it almost falling off. That's pretty cool. Um, and the broken frame will have a beautiful war fan, which will have a form of raid- ranged capability. So they're expecting that it can perhaps be thrown, possibly glaive style, but not like a glaive because it's not a glaive, it's a war fan. It's... Dual-wielding glaives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dual-wielding warfans. So. That's, that's kind of cool. I'm hoping they actually get that sorted because they said it's it's something they want to hopefully give it, but they didn't confirm 100% uh, whether it would. Um, three and a half weeks, yeah. chop, chop, D. Three and a half weeks. <laughs> uh, they also did show, I forgot to put in there, they also did show um, the broken frame or Z- Zatu? Uh, Zatu. Zaku. Zaku. Zatu's the Pokemon. Zaku (laughs) is the frame. Yeah. Um, They actually showed off the uh, alternative helmet as well. And wow, they've done a freaking awesome job. They've taken those tendrils and basically turned it into a uh, a man bun. Um, Mm. And it it actually looks really freaking cool. So they've done a great job designing the alt helmet. Interesting. Not sure how I feel about man bun there. Anyway. It it looks it looks good. It, I'm it, it's more like a, a warrior's bun, like a top nut. It's not. It's more like a top nut. Okay, that's better. Man bun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, two more frames in the works for the rest of the year. So we're gonna have three frames coming this the remainder of the year. Uh, the next one up after broken frame is the alchemy frame. Looks amazing, and they already are well along the way to being complete. They've already shown off. Um, uh, 3D uh, imaging of it. It looks freaking awesome. Don't know whether or not it's going to be a possible status-based frame, uh, but it does have an ability that ties to a snake protruding from its wrist. Um, so they did go into show that the design itself has these really intricate uh, snakes designed around the wrist, and then they showed the next picture where one of the snakes was actually alive. Uh, <laughs> writhing around the wrist and, and rearing its head ready to strike. So that freaking looks awesome. I'm excited for it. Um, the other frame which they showed off is the concept design was from Liger, and it's actually what got Liger the job at DE. Um, it's the Wraith frame. Uh, it has received a few tweaks from its original design, but it is looking fantastic. And I'm really excited to see where these uh, frames are going to go from here because this is just, shit's getting crazy. <laughs> it is. Shit's getting crazy. The alchemy frame does look friggin' fantastic, I have to agree. Yes. Really, really cool. The other one, the Wraith frame, um, I haven't seen that many pictures of it. I only saw one. And um, it's still early in this design phase, I think. So. Yeah, yeah, still early. We'll see how we go. But yeah, it's cool. Cool stuff is cool. We've said that before. 
We have, many times. <laughs> All right, next, there were a bunch of deluxe skins, and they were pretty damn sexy. Gara is looking sharp and pointy, says Lucas, with the glass pixie look. Now, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I do like the glass wings on the back, the pointy glass wings, but I don't know about the rest of it. Hydroid. The colours are what kills it for me. Yeah, those colours. It was a pinky. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether yeah. I liked it. Pinky, purpley, weird colour. Um, then there's Hydroid Deluxe, which uh, the team did show off on Tenno Live as well. It looks really cool. It is what Lucas called Pirate Deluxe. <laughs> and it has an extra... Um, it's, there's a squid skin for the Dirigus Sentinel. And he also gets a freaking uh, jacket, which is cool. I don't know if they showed that off on the uh, art panel because Lucas didn't mention it. Mm. They didn't really specify that much. It was kind of like, oh, they they kind of treated it like a bit of a Sindana. Um, so they didn't really specify what it was going to be like um, properly. So, yeah, half asleep. So, shush. Fair enough. Yes, well, they probably knew that it was going to be shown off on Tenno Live, so they quickly skimmed through it, I guess. And the, the jacket kind of is a Sindana, but I think it can only be used by Hydroid. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. There is a new, another new deluxe skin that was shown off. Ooh, this one was another one designed by Liger in Azuka. And this one is for Zephyr. <sighs> It looked pretty good, is how I will say it. It looked very Evangelion. Lucas, say your thing. <sighs> All right. So when when the last time we got a reveal for Zephyr Deluxe occurred, um, I quite openly expressed my uh, dislike about it. Because <laughs> it was pretty shit. It, it was massively shit. <laughs> there was nothing pretty about it. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. Okay. And I said, I said back then, we need Liger to design Zephyr Deluxe. And Liger has designed Zephyr Deluxe. I fucking told you all. <laughs> <laughs> it... Looks amazing. My heart literally skipped a beat when I fucking saw this design. Holy shit, it is better than I could have hoped for. You done? Yes. Good. Because <laughs> I know you could have turned it into a Zephyr, Zephyr Deluxe uh, podcast. So I just sort of let, let you get it out of your system and then we can move on. <laughs> Next. Next, oh yes, uh, infested enemies in the works look terrifying in all the right ways, and I need a pet centipede infested, because um, that thing just looks adorable as hell. It also can grab onto zip lines, so Ivara players, beware. Interesting, that is pretty cool. That is so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking a shitload about that later, so we'll just plow on through. Tenogen will inc- introduce shoulder armor and more weapons to spruce up with fabulous fan-designed skins so there's more stuff coming to tenogen that is very cool uh tenogen artists are awesome we love you yay new fancy shotgun skin and matching pistol skin with Sindana is in the works this uh is kind of a weird one they they saw a um an interesting revolver styled um shotgun and decided hey let's turn it into a shotgun skin and (laughs) It looks interesting. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. It was different. 
It, it, di- different, yes, different. Yeah, that's what I'll say. <laughs> that's all I can say for the moment. Um, there was also a gorgeous new sh- sword shown off, which has ties to the glassmaker. And uh, they also showed off a sneaky view of who the glassmaker is. I didn't see this, but I did see the sword. The sword looks very sort of... I got a real Indian vibe from it. It's amazing. I need that sword in my life. It looks really cool. So I am looking forward to that. It's so damn pretty. Need that sword. (sighs) Next part up is infested arm cannon. That is all. Seriously, (laughs) amazing. They are continuing the arm cannon line with a grotesque abomination, and I am looking forward to it. It is... Yeah, <laughs> it is It is exactly that, a grotesque abomination. Exactly. I'm all about grotesque abominations. Yes, you are. I was born one. <laughs> all right. Very funny. All right. New infested Kubros. Looks a bit f- feline, suggested Lucas, and I tend to agree. There's also a new uh, infested Kavat, which looks more like a wolf than a cat, in my opinion. But it still looks friggin' amazing. The new Kavat looks really, really good. I'm looking forward to that. The new Kubro, I am shaky on. On the fence. <laughs> yeah. And definitely on the fence. I have to wait to see it in game. But I got my helmet charger. I don't, I don't need to. Oh, I, I love got my helmet charger. Yeah. I, I love I don't my need physique. infested Kubro. But I do need infested Kavat. That thing looks Absolutely. nasty and I love it. Yeah. And I shall call it Fuzzles. I thought you were going to say something like fuckface or something. No, I'll call it Fuzzles. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. You should. Yep, I'm going to. It's, it's happening. Uh, most important thing in the whole panel, infested domestic drone. This thing is hella adorable as it scuttles across the ground, leaving a mess as it goes. So, <laughs> it's not take very my good plaque. Cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> I didn't see it. I'm going to have to look it. It, it, it is quite adorable. It is just this tiny little infested crab thing that scuttles along the ground and it literally leaves a green trail of of goop wherever it goes it's it it's adorable but disgusting it's great that's pretty funny <laughs> it's like snail slime yeah. <laughs> cute all right and the last thing from the art panel is uh there were a few cool new weapon designs shown off right at the end including infested claws sign me up and an arm mounted sniper secondary with an ejectable slow exploding magazine lucas explain um so so they showed this thing and it, it's basically a a secondary it, you know sits on your arm kind of like the sonic core that kind of stuff and it's a sniper and the way they explained it is that the way the once it's, you finish shooting you can eject the magazine forwards out towards enemies and they want to give it a uh exploding mechanic so you will actually have exploding magazines like everybody's been you know wanting grenades in warframe for so damn long <laughs> so here you go have an exploding magazine that when you reload you do blast damage it's really well. it's, it yeah <laughs> it's a thing okay when you said arm mounted i wanted you to have said shoulder mounted I was I was had feelings of predator, but still, arm <laughs> um, mounted is okay, I guess. But exploding magazines, <laughs> yeah, still not shoulder mounted. 
<laughs> cool. I like it. I like it. I'm going to have to look that up when I can have the time and when I'm awake. <laughs> Most of these things were actually kind of out of order. It was, I, I was typing this up while uh, watching the sound panel. Uh, <laughs> you're not very good at taking so notes. I was going through like, <laughs> no, I, I was too distracted by all the pretty things. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're looking at a picture of me again. No, I was looking at a picture of Zephyr, uh, Zephyr Deluxe. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Alrighty, so that was the art panel. The sound panel was basically a bunch of, according to Lucas, uh, the sound engineers talking about how they make sounds within the game, which is interesting, but not necessarily the type of content we want to cover for this episode, but you definitely should go and watch that because you can learn stuff. Yeah, and they also inter- and, uh, interviewed the voice of Error. Oh, that would have been cool. Yeah. So they so they, they went through basically uh, how he got the job and, and yeah, he was the uh, the voice actor guest yeah uh, cool. this time right, around for this Tenno gone. see that dude okay here it is Tenno live yeah oh boy we didn't as you as you know we didn't know what to expect going into it turns out some of what we had guessed was 100 percent correct some of it was wrong but some of it was pretty pretty spot on uh we had guessed it was going to be an infested open world blah 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 but I think before we even get into this, I can say this was a damn fucking good Tenocon, even though it was digital. This was a fucking roller coaster of a Tenocon. <laughs> yeah, very true. So let, let's get on into it. I will say it started off awkwardly. It started off just feeling like a dev stream, and I thought, oh no, where is this going to go? It stayed feeling like a dev stream, but the stuff they showed off was definitely Tenocon worthy. So, and the interactability. Is something yes. we'll talk about as well because that yes. was fucking amazing and unexpected, <laughs> completely unexpected, very, very unexpected. <laughs> All right, so I'll kick it off. The new player experience, and this is something that nobody really—well, we kind of hoped it would be because it was a year ago when they showed off the original, the new cinematic intro. The new player experience is coming with the Heart of Demos, and it looks gorgeous. It's not going to just be a new cutscene; it's going to be new. A whole new starting area and all new sorts everything. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're doing all sorts of new stuff. Uh, they're fixing up the battle with uh, Vor. I think it's still going to lead into Vor's prize, interestingly. But, um, yeah, it's it, going it to be It looked different. like it because you still had the, um, the, the ankle brace. Um, yeah, yes, and in that they did mention of, uh, Vor's prize. They said we sort of cleaned it up and blah, blah, blah. So, obviously, that it is going to, but- Cool. I'm okay with that. And it can be, of course, replayed by advanced players so you can check it out. Yes, yes. Um, and more importantly, they will be <laughs> changing the new starter weapons to what? I don't know, but that's what they said they're going to do. So <laughs> I hope for everyone's Goodbye, sake. Goodbye, Mark Ones, please. <laughs> yeah. I hope for everyone's sake that they're fun weapons. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm sure when when Warframe started back in 2012 that the Mark I Bratton felt kind of fun. It's not fun now. It's not fun. But anyway, no. moving on. It's been a it's been a bit of a joke, but ever since Hydroid Prime was released <laughs> all the way back in August 2017, people have been asking where the Hydroid Prime trailer was. So they unveiled it at TennoCon this year. 
the meme is dead. <laughs> One, the meme is dead, and two, holy crap, great trailer. <laughs> that was really was good. It, was, was it worth a three-year wait, though? <laughs> no. 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 It was great, but it wasn't worth three years of waiting. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just expected that they were just going to not do it, and I was I had I was fine with that because I don't give that much of a fuck about the trailers, if I'm honest. But wow, looked good. <laughs> good job. Yeah, high five. <laughs> D. Well, freaking done. Speaking of Hydroid, Hydroid Deluxe is coming. <laughs> With a custom Hydroid-only jacket and sleeves and spear gun skin. It's very cool. Also has an octopus Driga skin. Now, the reason I like this Hydroid Deluxe skin is because it's a, it's designed by Liger again, I have to have to say. But it's really simple. And that's what I like about this one. I know it's it has similar feelings to the uh, Excalibur Deluxe skin. Yeah, yeah. But he's really simplified it. And I think it's got a kind of... I don't know if I want to say Viking feel, but that's kind of the Viking or pagan sort of feel to it. I, yeah, like I, get, that. I get that. Um, I definitely agree. It, they've definitely um, toned down the detail. I mean, it's, it's still very detailed, especially with the, the jacket and the, the flowing water energy on the jacket. Um, you know, that all looks very intricate and, and, and freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, they've definitely toned down the, the uh the 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 volume of uh things on it yeah yeah um and i think that's a really good thing because you look at like a lot of hydroid skins and they are very loud with um with lots of little fucking tidbits here and there like they're they're all really really detailed so i think having a hydroid skin that's a bit more on the quiet side is actually really really refreshing it is. It is. Water uh, jokes. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice. You're crazy. I, I'm i looking forward to it. I reckon I'm going to get it because it looks good. Yeah. And that spear gun skin is awesome. I like it. And the, Yeah. The spear gun skin is also very nice. So, yay. Good work, Liger, as always. They also did mention during the art panel that the, uh, the Kraken has been redesigned for this skin as well. Mm. Which I did put in the notes, but Greg skimmed over. Did I? Which notes? The art panel notes. I must have missed it. See, tired. (laughs) 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 All right. Next bit. The community-driven Warframe. The broken Warframe. People have been waiting for it. It has a name. Its name is Zaku. Lucas talked about it before. We both talked about it before. It's like it was only 15 minutes ago, but here I am forgetting all about it. It looks pretty good. It has a custom animation where the armor separates from the body, which is really cool to continue that broken aesthetic. And that's not the only animation that uses that. We did talk about the idle animations before, but animations as part of its abilities are also pretty fucking cool. So basically what they said is that Zaku will be recreated from broken pieces of Warframes in the void. So he comes with pout he... They. It is a gender-neutral frame because they're made up of all sorts of different pieces. They come with powers from the void. Now, I did my very best to take notes of what the abilities were called, but I didn't seem to catch the names all the time. They were possibly are placeholders. They might change by the time it comes out. But this is what it sounded like 
Reb Ford was saying when she was saying the names. So let's go through them one by one. What do you reckon, Lucas? Sure. Go on. You do number one. Are you sure it's Zata? I, f- I feel like it was Zaku. Uh, anyways, Zata's Whisper. This gives all weapons additional void damage. And there's a reason for that. And that's super cool. This, before before we continue, can we just can we just like look at the fact that this gives void damage? Mm-hmm. Void damage, the one damage in the game that is a hundred percent true damage. Mm-hmm. Ignoring armor, ignoring shield, ignoring everything. Void damage. Mm-hmm. Broken frame is already broken. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to want to have it, and you're going to want to turn up your duration. I imagine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next up, second ability, I think, was called Grasp of Lock. Doesn't sound right now that I'm saying it out loud. So, <laughs> um, I don't know what I've written here. Vid tendrils? I think it was supposed to be void. Yes, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. Void tendrils. Void tendrils reach out, disarm, and steal the enemy weapons off them, and then float them about behind you. Firing them at weapon enemies. It looks cool. It is entirely as batshit insane as it sounds. You just steal their weapons and kill them with them. <laughs> so, no, no gun for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, like you said, broken. Broken frame is broken. <laughs> Two abilities in and it's already looking crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we have the third ability and this one. Oh, this is a three piece ability. Three-piece ability, and, and it's called The Lost, uh, with three interchangeable abilities from Lost Warframes. Uh, the first one, we couldn't catch the name of. It fires a void beam shockwave that causes damage and CC. Freaking awesome. Uh, accuse, uh, accuse, which uh, creates a radial fissure for more CC. <laughs> and Gaze, uh, Scream pins enemies down and damages them, and anyone who enters the area is basically uh, has their damage output uh, reduced. Was it damage output or was it damage? I think it was damage output. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could be damage mitigation. Yeah. But anyways, that, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy I things. Don't- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, the cool ability and lots of CC. Lots, lots of CC. Oh, lots of freaking CC. It's all about the CC. And the fourth ability, I think, was called Vast Untimed. And it's a kind of radial self-destruct. So because you are made of broken warframes, you explode all of your pieces outwardly in a 360 degree uh, in all directions, basically. And um, you damage enemies with your body parts. So that's one thing you do. (laughs) All enemies that are hit will take damage, of course. They'll be weak to the void. So your first ability will damage them even more. And they'll be slowed. But (laughs) that's not all. That's not all. You will be in your weird little funky skeleton mode. And you will have 75% damage reduction, which I'm sure can be increased to 90, like uh, all other frames can. Uh, and you move faster. And you can still fire your weapons. It's, it's, yeah, why would you not use that ability at all times? So there you have it, folks. Broken frame is broken. Exactly. He does look a little bit weird in his skeleton frame holding a massive gun, but he's cute too. It's, it's glorious. Now, they didn't show off the passive for this uh, frame, which is kind of weird, but um, 
I'm sure they had their reasons for completely ignoring the passive. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably void related. Probably void related. Um, but yeah, this, this thing looks amazing. It, the abilities are freaking batshit insane. Um, Correct. It, it's, it's broken frame is broken. We look forward to it entering the game along with um, Heart of Demos. Now, they didn't talk about how you get uh, uh, Zaku in the game, but I did catch that um, one of his pieces, or their pieces, dropped as a reward for a bounty during one of the demos. So it is a bounty reward. Nice. Very nice. Okay. So this next one is freaking huge. Massive. Update to the helmet room. Major graphical overhaul. Um, But it will now include the ability to feed the helmet. You can feed it a Warframe, and it will extract one ability from each frame curated. Uh, Feed it excess resources to create extractions, uh, which will then inject that ability into a Warframe of your choice. I meant to say secretions. Secretions, ah. No signatures, no ultimates, one ejection per Warframe. There will be three configs, so you can keep the base abilities if you like. Augments will also work, and you can also remove the ability. Indeed. Now, you went to the toilet at that bit, so you might not have known that Augments work on those abilities. Now you do. <laughs> this this, this, this whole thing, this whole thing is- Is nuts. Freaking crazy. Now, think about it. There are 44 Warframes right now, which means you can steal 44 abilities, and then you can choose any of the 44 Warframes- whip out any ability you don't like and replace it with any of those 44 other abilities. The freaking possibilities are virtually endless. Oh, yeah. Custom frame anyone? <laughs> mm-hmm. So where they're, they're probably not going to go down. Well, I say probably not, but who knows? Going to go down the path of um, modular warframes. This might be as close as we get. And it's I, a pretty damn good idea. Um, I've, I'm really interested to see like certain frames what they what abilities they pick from them Mm. um especially looking at someone like grendel since they said no ultimates you can't turn meatball and you can no signature abilities so you can't really take the eating one but then the other two remaining abilities require food in your stomach to be able to use so how they're going to rework that is going to be interesting. Um, Octavia is another one that comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nidus. Like, there's, there's, there are certain frames that are just going to be really interesting to see how they fit in this. Um, and so far, we've only really been informed of three abilities. Uh, yeah. So, from Mag, we have Pull. From Vault, we have... Uh, I'm terrible with his name, Shock, yeah. And from Frost, we have Frostwave. That, that's, that's three abilities we have so far. Yeah. And all of them are pretty good abilities, except Paul. Some people like Paul, but they're crazy. Paul's all right. It's not the worst ability. Uh-huh. No, it's not. There are worse. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Tentacles. Um, <laughs> anywho, I have a quick question for you, Greg. I have a quick answer for you. Okay, who's the first frame you're going to sacrifice to the Overlord helmet? Fucked if I know, to be honest. I don't know because I don't know what abilities 
is going to come out of them. I haven't really thought about it. Give me five seconds to think about it while you say yours. <laughs> Herberon. <laughs> God. Limbo then. If, if, if it's just frames we hate, Limbo. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two reasons why it's going to be Oberon. One, because I don't like Paladin, so feed the Paladin to the accursed infested mouth. <laughs> and two, if the ability happens to be Hallowed Ground from Oberon, I would love to give just about every other frame Hallowed Ground. <laughs> mm. Yeah, fair enough. That, that, I can't argue with that. And the, I mean, think about Trinity. <laughs> what what ability are you going to get from her? It's either going to be that weird little lantern healing ability, so you can give someone well, a healing well ability. of life, well of light. That's or life. That's the one. Oh, yeah. um, that that could work if you want to give yourself the ability to heal yourself, or it's going to be fucking energy vampire or bless. <laughs> Or no, Link. Won't be blessed. Won't, won't be blessed. No, it won't be blessed the because ultimate. it's the ultimate. But it could be. It could be Link. It's probably going to be Link. <laughs> but even Link is massive. <laughs> this is crazy. It's going to be. It's just going to be right. ridiculous. What, what, what about Wukong? Right. What about Wukong? We can't be his ultimate, so he can't. It can't be the exalted stuff. I don't think it could possibly be his first ability because that's kind of defining him. The clones. It. And I don't think it could be Defy because Defy uses the exalted weapon. So, holy shit, if that's the case, Cloud Walker on any frame you want. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> DE, what are you doing? I mean, I love it, but what are you doing? <laughs> Inaros, Sandstorm? <laughs> no, Pocket Sand. <laughs> Pocket, even pocket sand is useful. <laughs> pocket you sand, it does CC and fucking lifesteal. Yeah. Hmm. This is just nuts. Uh, it's crazy. It's so fucking crazy. But Helmuth also looks super cool and awesomely cute. I don't care what little anyone shop, says. Little shop of hearts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Feed me, Seymour. We're all going to be saying that every single time. It's all true. Yes. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Audrey too. <laughs> anyway, we could talk about that all day. We, we, we could easily, <laughs> so damn easily. <laughs> so we'll just move on. Now, Heart of Demos is the main aspect of this. Well, it's the name of the fucking update for one. <laughs> <laughs> but what is it? What is Demos? Demos, of course, is a new location with a bunch of nodes on it. Now, the weird thing is, and I don't know exactly how this is going to work, but these nodes on Demos are going to replace the derelict. Yay! Now, does that mean you can go to these nodes anytime and farm like you used to farm the derelict? Maybe, but it's really early in the game. So I don't understand how it's going to work. I don't know whether we need keys or anything like that. It sounds like we won't be needing keys because of the no, way that, 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 that was it. Yeah, that's that's one of the things they specifically said. Um, they didn't like the derelict because of the key system. So they've done this to get rid of the key system. So that's really interesting. I'm guessing it means you can go now any old time you like to farm the vaults. But <laughs> maybe farming the vaults now means going underground in... Well, it doesn't because there's different locations. I don't know. That's what I'm going to say. It, it, yeah, there's, there's things, things, anyways. 
Cambian Drift. Cam- Camboyan Drift? Cambian Drift. Cambian. Is the new open world, covered in red boils and growths. Greeted by a Cephalon with split personality, the infestation has compromised the heart, so they have called in the Tenno to help them. Demonstrated a new ability to change the relay to include players in the announcements. I'm kind of going all over the shop here. That's because my notes are all over the shop. Yes, tiredness. Yes. I didn't didn't get to clean them up. So basically, (laughs) that is the introduction you have to Cambian Drift, the split personality Cephalon. Which is amazing. Mainly called Lloyd, but his little sidekick is called Otak, and he's the funny one. Uh, very similar to Mad Capsules uh, and Silver Light. Stupid name. <laughs> 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 he, exactly. No. Um, thingo. Flapjack. Oh, or his stupid yeah, name is from yeah. Borderlands. Another one. Another one you talked about. Flapjack. Yeah. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. I. I yeah. So, <laughs> so tired. I can't remember his name. So I. I hope it's not going to get annoying. But uh, uh, as long as they don't overuse it, then it'll be fine, I think. Because, yeah, that's that stupid robot. I know people love it in Borderlands, but I don't understand why I fucking hate it. I am very much on the path of hating it also and wish it many, many deaths Mm. and and destruction and burning fire. (laughs) Exactly. Distracted. We got distracted again. Anyway, in the relay, live in the game, while you were sitting in the Tenocon relay... Things Crazy changed. things changed. Like one second, I, well, one, one were second I had the stalker following me. Then there was Clem. Then there was a little poor mower that gets squished by the jackal. Then there was fireworks. Then there was reg text in the air. Then we were teletransported to instance with things that they were actually showing off in the freaking demonstration. <laughs> yeah, so you could see it in game. And one of the things Steve said was that they wanted to use this to demonstrate how soon it'll all be released because, you know, it was all actually built into the game, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, that was very impressive. Very impressive. Kudos to DE for thinking of something different yet again, just to include players because it wasn't an on-site event. So freaking cool. Actually being able to see, like, watching them play is one thing, but being able to walk up to the, the enemies and have a look, like a look at the scale of the enemies or the scale of the NPCs is freaking awesome. Exactly. I agree. And some of them are yeah. massive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So continuing, they then went for a bit of a trip across the surface of Demos. It, uh, as Lucas mentioned, it's covered in boils and growths. It's pretty grotesque. But at the same time, it's really beautiful the way they've done it. Uh, some of the tendrils that are sticking up out of the ground uh, just sort of look like flowery growths. And it's 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 nice. It's pretty to look at, even though it's kind of ugly. Um, they also showed off the moonworm, which is a massive worm that comes up out of the ground and lights the whole environment in a, a warm blue light to signify the night. There's also flying fish. <laughs> Now, in the demo, Reb shot them with her shotgun, but I expect we'll be catching them somehow. Spear spear air fishing? Air spear fishing. Air spear fishing. So, that will be interesting. Wonder how it works. I'm pretty sure we know where it'll all go into. (laughs) 
And speaking of which, there are remnants of old technology scattered across the the landscape. So back during the Old War, the family that ran this place uh, used to protect their play their their location with these little mechs. And they got destroyed, and they're just littering the place all over the place. It looks really cool. Uh, plus, there's lots of cave systems, which we might add are procedurally generated. We will get back into that later. It is all very cool. Yes, very, very cool. All right, as mentioned earlier in the art side of things, new enemies. Quite large and need to be taken down in phases. There's just standard enemies out on the surface, which are awesome. Plus, the old ones we know and love. Lots of fucking things to kill. Yeah, my notes are fucked, and I admit that. That's my fault. What I meant was, those big, large enemies that need to be taken down in phases are just standard enemies that are out on the surface. Ah, (laughs) They're not bosses or anything like that. They're just out there. Like, one of them seems to have these little things that open up on its shoulders. Ah, yes, the the, the grotesque um, thumper. Yeah, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, that's, that's probably the 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 um, safer name. <laughs> yes, yes. Other than cock and balls, is that what you were thinking? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's rather phallic. Yes, Greg went there, but still, it looks cool that you get to to shoot these bastards in different ways to take them down. And it's not as easy as just running out there and going bang, bang. But we don't know what loadout she was using either. So they might be easier if you're freaking hardcore like us. Hardcore. Hardcore. Hardcore parkour. Exactly. Anyway, there's new conservation critters. They're cute. And that means new floofs. Oh, they'll be cute too. But... Because they're massive dragonflies, someone decided you could also ride them. <laughs> oh, now, the name dear. I picked up was <laughs> <laughs> the, the name I picked up was Velocipods, which is weird, but cool. They should have just called them dragonflies. Now, Velocipods sounds cool. It's like Velociraptors. <laughs> they move so quickly. They look so cool with their little wings flying around while you're moving around, and you can. Fucking fire your secondaries while you're on them. So freaking cool. It is just, I can't wait just to ride those. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Next up, they went inside the Orokin building, the Necrolisk, as they called it. It introduces players to Mother, an Orokin-infested hybrid, but who seems to refer to the Orokin as Other. She is the remaining member of the Entrati family who studied the Void and kept the Void research Unclave. Uh, her father studied the Void, and over the course of increasing uh, standing, players will learn more lore about the Void. More family members are hiding, apparently, so that will be interesting to see just what kind of things get unlocked with uh, the discovering of other family members. Exactly. Now, she looks very, very Orican, but when she's talking about the Orican, she seems to talk to them as as if she's not one of them. So it's hard to say exactly what she is, or maybe she's just like a low-level Archimedean or something like that. Mm. Yeah, but it just, it, she looks amazing. She does. I want a statue of Mother. She, That's she, what I she, want. She's pretty. She's freaking awesome. And there's more family members to come, apparently, so we'll see what they look like. Yeah. Alrighty. Next, there are vaults beneath the surface of Demos. These were where the researchers would apparently retreat to after entering the void to reclaim their sanity, or so they said. Now, once you 
do what is needed to unlock the entrance to the tunnels, the tunnels are toxic. That sucks balls. You need to reduce the toxicity before you can even prefer proceed further into the tunnels to get to the vaults. Once you finally get there, you will see inside the vaults there's a mirror, or at least in the one they went to uh, in the demo, massive floating twisty-wisty uh, mirror that looks like some kind of portal. But these are protected by the Necromex. What are Necromex? These are the mechs that are up top on the surface, strewn about, destroyed. They're still down there in the vaults. They've lasted all these however many years since the old war, but they can no longer tell between friend or foe, so they just try to kill you. Now, they are the mini-bosses that, that currently represent the bosses of Deimos, and that's at least in the first release of this open world. We don't know whether there'll be more stuff coming later, but that's they're going to be the main bosses. Uh, and if you uh, get an ass kicking and you want to retreat quickly, you can custom fast travel to the top through the infested fauna. There's like a flower that just swallows you up and spits you out up top. That was pretty cool. I like that. That was really freaking cool. Yeah. So, uh, so the, these these vaults are also procedurally generated. I believe that that's that's what they said during the uh, the show off. The vaults are procedurally generated. All of the caves, well, not all of the caves. I think some of the caves that don't have vaults are just built into the surface. But once you go into a vault cave, that is procedurally generated. So say what you want to say. Go on. I can feel it coming. <laughs> Warframe has dungeons. There it is. There it is. Dungeons. <laughs> He's looking forward to Dungeon it. crawl on Deimos. <laughs> <laughs> His inner D&D oh, showing. I'm excited. Put it back in your pants. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so as Greg mentioned earlier, the uh, secondary weapons are usable on the back of the Velocipods. But what he didn't mention is that secondary weapons are also now usable on the backs of your K-Drive. Woo! People have been asking for that for a long time. Well, now you're going to have it. Now you're going to have it. I assume you can use your K-Drive in Deimos. I know you can use Arcwing. Uh, while they didn't show it off in that demo, I was able to sit in on a media demo. And you can use your Arcwing there. And the other thing that they showed off in the media demo that I'm not 100% sure they showed off here. Actually, I think they did. I just didn't take the note. At various points across the surface, Mother will pop up out of an infested boil and give you bounties. That's freaking cool. Did they show that? I, the, I don't um, actually remember seeing that, no. Demo? Yeah, so there you go. little bit of inside trivia. Yay. So cool. You may as well do the next one. I just did an additional one. Okay. The sunworm then appeared in the sky and took out the moonworm. Interesting. This seems to be uh, a, 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 a common... A, Currents and it happens ever so often in an endless battle between the worms, and whilst under the light of the sunworm, enemies get stronger. Yeah, I wonder how much stronger they get. Hopefully, they go into a bit of a frenzy. Hopefully, more of them appear. I'd really like it to be it, it more all, dangerous. From from the demo, it almost seemed like the uh, the sunworm basically starts up. Horde mode. <laughs> yeah, nice. They did sort of change colour. I remember that much. Yeah, and then they just kind of all popped up out of nowhere and then rushed. <laughs> Reb. Yeah. So, yeah. Daytime is horde mode. <laughs> daytime is horde mode. It's freaking cool. <laughs> it is. 
Now. But not as cool as this. No, not as cool as this. Now, last week we were wondering what the hell it could be that you get to build, whether it's going to be infested Zor pieces or something like that. Um, after we recorded last week's episode, we also had one of the guys in Discord say, hey, you idiots, uh, you've completely forgot the fact that uh, there's arc- modular arc wings coming. And I was convinced all week that it was going to be modular arc wings. All week. I thought it was going to be modular arc wings, but apparently it's not. Instead, players will be able to collect somehow the necromex that are lining the surface of Demos and control them with their operators. So yes, there will be an operator mech suit. <laughs> it looks amazing. They move really fast. I really love the UI they've got going for it. There's heaps of cool ass weaponry. And something they didn't mention, again, they have their own weapon-based abilities. There are four abilities just like a Warframe. These can be fully built and customized by players. So it will have its own form of standing that you will have to just build different kinds of Necromex. Cannot wait. That's all I can say. Cannot wait. I'm equally excited for this, if not more. But at the same time, I I just I I, I need to point this out. Mm -hmm. So we have our... Warframes that are operated by said operator, and they are a form of mechanized, bio-organic, robotic thing, mm-hmm. and now we have mech suits for the operator. So we have Warframes and Necro... What was it? Necro... They're called Necromechs. Necromechs. So yeah, we have Necromechs and Warframes. But they seem to be entirely mechanized. So... Very interesting. So, yes, there is one biological thing that the operators can <laughs> operate, and there is now a... I mean, do we need it, really? Don't know. <laughs> no, no, we don't. But do we want it? Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. And the other thing is, we really don't know how powerful their weaponry is, because they did suggest that you would need the Necromex they at certain points. They definitely suggested that, and looking at... Uh, looking at that whole part there where the uh, the infested seem to get harder during the sunworm phase, Reb's necromech was just shredding those infested enemies apart. Like there was there was no there was no real trouble to it. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and another thing that w- that wasn't mentioned, but you can assume, and they did confirm during the media demo. This is just like all of the other open worlds. It is going to be accessible early in the game. I think you need to have access. To, uh, you have to have unlocked your arc wing prior to being able to get access to it. I think, but maybe that's not a prerequisite. But it's just after Mars. I think you'll be unlocking it. I think before Phobos, or maybe after Phobos. Well, one that, two. that would make sense having to get arc wing for it because you see in the beginning. Uh, Yes, you do. Video. You, fly, yeah, into you it. fly in with your arc wing. Absolutely. You're right. So, yeah, that, that, that makes 100% sense. But it also scales to level, and I would assume that the bounties scale to level as well. So, I think they go up to 50 to 60 like the other places do. So, it will not be super easy right from the start. 
won't be super difficult either. Depends on these new enemies. It's going to be fun. And we don't know. Once you get down into the vaults, maybe they'll have level 100 Necromex down there. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> I hope they do. I really hope they do. Well, it looked like Reb basically did no damage to that Necromech that she uh, had the yeah. brief encounter with. So, yes. <laughs> Indeed. I'm looking forward to it. So am I. And, I mean, like, uh, like, so this, this is another question I have for you. Did you mm-hmm. see any of the other family members during the uh, other? No. No, you didn't? Okay. So, what we don't, what, what, so what we're not entirely sure of is whether or not there are other things we can build in the hub world of uh Exactly. Yeah. We, we, I'm sure they haven't shown everything off to us because they've got to leave some secrets. Yeah. Absolutely. So what, what they showed off in the media demo was essentially exactly the same. It was the same demo, but they just did a couple of extra things. So they might have cut out some of the things because it was crashing the game, perhaps. Possibly. Because the demo that we watched wasn't live. It was pre-recorded. So, so there's still a possibility at infested Zors and modular Arcwings. <laughs> absolutely. And that's that's super, 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 super cool. And when is this all when's coming? coming out? Yeah, when is it coming out? That's, that's the question. Well, the answer to that question, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's coming out on the 25th of August on all platforms yeah so that's absolutely nuts this is the first time for a major release to release on all platforms i'm sure the tinfoil hats are going to come out to suggest that maybe this is a test for <laughs> cross cross save cross save <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it really is but who knows could be maybe, maybe. <laughs> Ten- tenacon 2021 reveal cross play <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, at this stage, <laughs> that, that'd be the earliest. <laughs> the last thing they showed off is that there's a bunch of Tenogen Prex cards that are coming. They will be part of a Twitch drop campaign that will run after launch, so after August 25th. And apparently, it will be you can get these by watching any Warframe streamer. So we'll find out more details when it comes to launch, but that could be cool. Hell yes. And that was Tenogen. That, that was Tenogen. That was amazing. It was amazing. So much, so much stuff. Just wow. Absolutely. Just wow. So I think it goes to show folks, uh, just just briefly, that the the size of this episode is going to be quite large, and we're actually going to skip the beginner and advanced topics um, because there's already been a lot talked about, and we're already an hour into recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Overall thoughts for Tenocon? It was brilliant. They didn't show off as much. As previous years, like last year, the part of the uh, the main part of this would have been one third of the previous year's uh, presentations because they did bloody the very paradox and new war and this and that and this and that. But I think really all they wanted to show this time was this is everything we're working on and it's coming soon. Rather, and they're still working on other stuff. They just wanted to show off what's coming soon, and I thought that was a really good idea. Everything they showed off is coming soon. So, damn. Especially there's the new player experience. There's the Helminth changes. There's Heart of Demos itself. I think it's possibly... I was going to say it's one of the best Tenocons, but we probably say that every time. It's... They've just... They, <laughs> they just they get better every park. year. <laughs> 
Exactly. They they absolutely knocked it out of the park. So well done. They they definitely uh, did drop something that blew everyone's freaking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least one thing. At at least one thing. Mm-hmm. At least one thing, but probably more. And of course, it was the infested uh, helmet room. I was I was actually going to jokingly say the uh, the hand cannon, the the domestic drone. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I'd be like, <laughs> I was mind blowing domestic drone. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I get jokes. Jeez. Do you though? Sometimes, but no, no. The real, the real answer is the uh, little shop of horrors room is the greatest thing little ever. Little shop, little shop of horrors. <laughs> yeah. So, um, for us, it it happened. I don't know. Fucking what time is it? Six hours ago. 12 to, I don't know, eight hours ago. It was a while ago when we watched all that stuff, probably about eight hours ago. But my mind is still reeling from it all. And I still haven't slept. <laughs> and Lucas still hasn't slept. And it's um, it's only three and a half weeks. Good people. I want it today. <laughs> One, two, three. And a, yeah, three, it's not even three and a half weeks. It's three weeks and two days. I want it so- today. <laughs> I, I, want, I, want to, I want to sacrifice Oberon to Helminth. <laughs> I cannot wait. I mean, you know, you know what's cool about that? It gives you a reason to go and farm those frames again because I don't think you'll have to uh, feed it a rank thirty frame. No, I'm hoping you can just feed it a rank zero frame. There yeah, you go, and 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 there Still. there you go, folks. There's and uh, when you when a prime comes out, you can now instead of selling the freaking base form to clear up a slot, you can now feed the base form to Helminth and, and take its ability. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's fantastic. I didn't even think about that. But for, for newer players, perfect. It makes 100% makes sense. Yes. For us older players, we're going to have to go and refarm them. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> or some yeah. of them I'll just fucking buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. It's- Moneybags here. <laughs> uh, wow. Anyway. All right, so let's continue. We still do have a few more things that we need to get through before the end of the episode, and we are also already over the hour, so we knew it was going to be a long one. It's TenoCon. It always is. Where are we up to, Lucas? Community call-out. Community call-out. It felt like the most smoothest one I've ever ever done. That was, like, very smooth. It was pretty smooth, but you were very close to to the microphone, weren't you? Yeah, kind of, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it was loud <laughs> all right reviews update last week i did mention we had an uh, one that we will be reading out we got another one in the email this week and we'll read that one out next week so we're up to 127 total reviews this one is an email that lucas will read out go on a day yay and i'm probably going to butcher some parts of this because of my sleep depravity but you'll forgive me because thank fuck for lucas mm-hmm. email kinnerk i still need to get caught up on the latest episode, to be honest, but I wanted to mention this to you guys. I I appreciate the measured approach you take to Warframe and DE. I am no grand expert on gaming communities, but I find they largely come in two groups, either studio haters or studio fanboys. You can either do no right and all is constantly lost, or everything the studio does is pure gold. I appreciated the calming words you guys gave out a couple weeks ago regarding the possible 10 cent buying of DE. I've been through buyouts like this in other industry uh, before and as an employee, I find them utterly terrifying, but as a customer, nearly nothing happened 
Unless the customer had been told of the buyout, they wouldn't have even known about it. Anyway, good on you guys. And I can say that because this Yank went to grad school at Swinburne University. Keep up the good fight. You're winning. Very good. Okay, so Swinburne University is a Victorian uni, which is why Lucas didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Swinburne. <laughs> it's full of pigs (laughs) so that's very interesting did you do that via did you do that over the internet i forgot what it's called via correspondence or did you come to melbourne did you come to my hometown kinnock why did you say say hello hello? yeah that's rude exactly (laughs) didn't even didn't even have a beer with you Anyway, that's very, very interesting. Good old Swinburne. I know Swinny because it's down the road from my work. So, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm we do try to be more level-headed. Yeah. I don't want to say that we're fence-sitters because that's a shitty thing to to be. No. But no, we, like, we try to look at it from both angles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it comes down to it. We, we absolutely love DE. We absolutely love the work they do. Mm. We respect them um, with, you know- Heart full of gold. It, they they are fantastic, um, but we're not going to basically say that they can do no wrong. We're not going to look at it with uh, rose tinted glasses. We're going to say things as we see it. But at the end of the day, we still have massive respect for the people. I can't do what they stream. do, and I don't understand how they do what they do. So I'm not yeah. going to criticize them for something I don't understand. I mean, yeah, we'll make suggestions, but. Half the time we'll be like, yeah, I'm probably totally wrong and that's impossible to do. But, you know, well, some things are shit, some things are great, and we'll just call it as it is, hopefully. That's what we try to do. We probably come out – I think we do sort of t- tend a little bit to the positive, but why not? I think, I think we do. Yeah. I, I think we we kind of we kind of do. In the past, we've definitely called out the on some of their uh, – their their uh, choices of release, um, <laughs> but at the same time, we've we've always tried to maintain a positive um, a positive outlook. That you know, sometimes shit just doesn't smell right. When does shit smell right, Lucas? <laughs> I don't fucking know. If it- I'm just I'm just I'm just saying things, hoping they sound. I was going to say it sounded really good to you when you thought of it, didn't you? <laughs> a little, little, little bit. Alrighty. Yes. Thank you, Kinnock. And yes, um, you are a very valued member of our community. Very new. You just came along at the right time. This was your first TennoCon. Hope you had a great time. Thank you for the kind words. All right. Still disappointed that they didn't reveal uh, from FrameMaker. Yeah. Where the hell is Warframe Maker? <laughs> D. God damn it. This is this. Yeah, that's one of the How many times do we have to ask? Sit. Worst company ever. Worst company ever. Yeah. Fire them from the sun. <laughs> at the sun. From the sun? I don't know. Let's move on to the next section before we both pass shoot them out. With a, shoot them with a sunburn. <laughs> All right. Where are we, Lucas? Dr. Cephalone. Fuck, that was so good. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I'll just throw in a Dr. Cephalone. Because it has to be done. But that was, that was wonderful, Lucas. Perfect. You're welcome. I tried. <laughs> All right. This week's Dr. Cephalone comes from old mate, scum death bastardo, and his beautiful beard. <clears throat> Dear Dr. Cephalon, I mean- Hey dudes, question for the show. I'm getting back into Warframe, big time, but I play on Switch. I've recently joined your clan on PS4 and it runs so much better. 
Do you think that playing Warframe on, on Switch puts you at a disadvantage of being good at the game, considering the shite frame rates and stuff? No, to be honest. Because when you're on Switch, you have to play according to the to, to Switch. So if you are a good Switch player, you're a good Switch player. Uh, would you be a good PS4 player? Uh, maybe not as agile, but I think half of what you need to have to be good at the game is knowledge, I think. I Yeah, I agree. Like, I would say 70% of the game is knowing what the hell's going on and what the hell you're doing. If, if you've just swapped over to PS4, um, then it would definitely be a good opportunity for you to improve on the acrobatic skills and maybe make you a more efficient player on Switch. You may even be able to adjust a bit more to the, the shite frame rates, as you've said. <laughs> the other thing is PC actually controls better than everything else because of the keyboard and mouse. There's buttons you can press on key on PC to enable you to do moves and abilities that you really can't pull off very easily. You can do it, but you can't really pull it off very easily on a controller. So mm. I guess each level is a step up from the other. Yeah, Switch is a lot slower in terms of, of it's a lot lower frame rate. So it, it sort of struggles a bit. It's a bit more like playing in fucking i don't know honey or something that slows you down <laughs> uh it's very different the controller i just can't stand it i use the pro controller because it's a lot better to use that controller it feels more like a normal controller to me for the most part switch feels mostly the same from my opinion but ps4 is going to move you are going to be more agile you're going to be moving faster you're going to be able to do different things that you're going to do on the then you could do on switch but again if you were to play it on pc Again, you'd be more agile and you'd be moving faster and doing other funky tricks as well. So it's all about adjusting. Yeah, it's all about the that adju adjustment. The, the, the adjusting is automatic. It's it's the knowledge. Yeah, that, uh, that's the work. But I do agree. The PS4 does run a lot better than Switch. Sorry, Switch players. I'm still surprised Switch even runs at all. <laughs> <laughs> so they've done a great job. Haven't played on Switch, so couldn't even comment. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is. Episode 107, the TennoCon 2020 episode, absolutely mind-blowing. I, I can't believe it's coming out in three weeks. That's the biggest surprise. So I'm yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, Lucas is looking forward to it. Yeah, We're going to sing this every week from now on. <laughs> I hope it's annoying you because we love to annoy. You know, that's our thing. <laughs> It's a shtick. It's a shtick, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to start singing that at the start of every episode and the end. Uh, especially if it pisses off Danny. <laughs> so on that note, let's thank our patrons. I'll start off this time. Thank you to Jellybug1799. Yes. Yes. Just for you, Lucas. That's the first time you've ever called him Jellybug. I love it. <laughs> it's stuck. <laughs> thank you, Sola. <laughs> thank you, Lord Frieson. Thank you, Danathan. Thanks, Knight Rider 8503 Thank you, Coyote PX. Thanks, Jackson31. Thank you, Kintail. Thank you, Implosive underscore MKV. Thank you, Dylan Braun. Thank you, Solarian. Thank you, Ponytail. And thank you to the Dutchiest of all Dutchies, La Dutch Master. Okay. Thank you all for being awesome and to continuing to 
patronize our patronage. I don't know. <laughs> words and words and mm-hmm. and words of more words. My brain's starting to give out on me. <laughs> start, things are starting to shut down. I'm very surprised Lucas <laughs> is even awake, alive. So I think you should get some food into you. Start relaxing in front of some YouTube. Don't play games, just YouTube. Let your brain slow down and then go to fucking mm. bed. <laughs> yes. Crazy, crazy person. I do it for the fans. Ah, I didn't even do the other thing. If you want to get in contact with us, cephalonsquared.com is the place to be, y'all. I wrote lots of articles about Tenacon. Please go read them and tell me they're good. Validate him. Yeah, I need to feel good about myself. I don't really. I feel pretty good. I'm okay. I meditate a lot. Meditate, masturbate, one of the two. <laughs> God, this place, this is going into the gutter. This, yeah. this, it's, it's the sleep depravity. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. Yeah, the it gutter, is. the gutter is starting to get closer. <laughs> exactly. My name is Greg Newbig, and I am Mad Capsules all over the place. Who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri, and I'm Silverlight all over the place. S I L V R L G H T. Our community is fantastic and awesome, and I love you guys so damn much. And thank you so much for putting up with our random bullshittery and. You know, to to another great Tenocon next year. Absolutely. And if you are listening, D, congratulations. Great show. You all did a good job. You need a bloody good rest. Go have a whiskey for me. For me, not on me, because I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> and go have several rums on me. Aww. Yeah. For No, for me. Go have rums for me. I want rum. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and thank you to Jan at Disco underscore box on Twitter for the intro and outro. We'll see you again next week, most likely. Um, still with our minds blown. Thank you for listening. We're Cephalon Squared. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret, there'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.